Hey guys, before you sit down, I want you to just get, introduce yourselves and where you're going next year, and just thank you for serving all year. So go ahead one at a time. Hello, I'm Nick Elms. I'm going to A&M next year. Go ahead, sit down, folks. Sorry. I'm Kara Buse, and I'm going to the University of North Texas next year. I'm Brett Thomason, and I'm going to Emerald College. I'm Will Langley, and I'm going to A&M. Good morning. I'm Lexi Schillhammer, and I'm graduating from Tascosa High School, and I'm going to Garden City Community College to play volleyball. And I'm going to read John 17, 11 through 23. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which, I have, which you have given me. I have guarded them, and not one of them has been lost, except the son of destruction, that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, in these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves." I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you, get, that you keep them from the evil one. That they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their, their sake, I can... I consecrate myself that they may also be sanctified in the truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Good morning. My name is Hawks Holder, and I'm hopefully walking the stage at Emerald High next Friday, um, or with Emerald High next Friday. Um, but then I'll pursue, a, or I'll go to Texas Tech University just down the road um, next year. Um, this morning, I'm just going to tell you all a little, about, a little bit about how Christ has worked in my life and um, just how A&O has impacted me. Um, like most of you all, my story began with I grew up in a Christian home um, with loving parents. Um, shout out to Whit and Samantha. And um, just a great family that surrounded me with the love of Christ. Um, but I, I didn't really get it. I went to church, I knew the song, Jesus Loves Me, Yes I Know, for the Bible tells me so, um, and I, I knew that, but I didn't understand the glory of God, and um, so fortunate enough for me, I was uh, able to go to Kennecuck, um, for those of y'all who don't know, that's a Christian camp in Branson, Missouri, and um, that's kind of where my journey began. Um, I'd already had the foundation of, that my parents had given me, and I just built off of that at Canna Cuck, and I was able to um, do this thing called ringing the bell, 
Um, it's basically where you just dedicate your life to Christ. Um, you say a prayer with a loving counselor who um, will just uh, go over with what it means to be a Christian. And so um, then I kind of started to understand, like, hey, this Christianity thing, it's not just about going to church. Um, it's not just religion. This is a faith. And it's something that's going to build me up um, throughout my whole life. Um, it's not just a checklist, but it's something that where I pick up my cross daily and I walk with Christ. Um, and so I was, I was feeling good. Um, I came home from camp, and I was just on this amazing spiritual high. And that lasted about two weeks, and I just kind of plateaued. <laughs> and so I have all this great information I have um, a great family to come home to, and I just kind of, you know, I just, I was like, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at, and I became content, and um, as Jake or Kim would like to call it, I was stagnant, um, and so this continued um, throughout my elementary school years, and um, then I started coming to a and the love and the fellowship that I felt at a was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. It was amazing. Um, I walk in the door, and there's just these uh, high school leaders that are there just to greet me. And this was back in, like, the Cody Graham and Abby Joe days. And they're all hyped up and going crazy, and we're playing games and stuff. And I was like, man, this is awesome. This is great. And this is – that's where I began um, building this family that I have in a and um, But – and so through middle school – um, I really started to build this relationship with Christ. I started to grow in Him and understand what He's truly about. Um, and I learned this verse. It's, it's Proverbs 16.3. It's, uh, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. Um, that's probably like a mixture of like several different versions. Um, it might not be quoted directly. But um, that's kind of how I've perceived it, and that's how I remember it. And um, I carried that with me through middle school. And um, I just started to commit my life to Christ, not just as a whole, but each and every day. Um, I s- strived to um, pray with Jesus, to get in the Word, and um, build a build a relationship, a friendship. Because um, Jesus was someone I wanted to hang out with. He was just this awesome guy. He was like a good role model or an awesome dad like I have. And um, so... I've continued from there. I made it through middle school. Um, I was doing really well. And then high school kind of hit. And it hit kind of hard because I was thrown into two days freshman year. Uh, and I was, I was just kind of under the impression that football was my life. And um, I too easily fell to that. And, um, I mean, football, I mean, Sunday's dedicated to football, not church, right? <laughs> and so... Um, I was. I just thought football was where my identity was, and I kind of lost um, my foothold and um, kind of lost sight of what my true goal was. And um, so I played football. I gave it everything I had. You know, I sacrificed my body. I sacrificed my time. And um, in the end, it didn't work out. Uh, football is a great sport, but first day of two days, my junior year, I t- I was running an out route and I planted on my left leg and blew my knee out. And um, that kind of ended my football career. And so now I'm 17 years old and I'm walking through the halls at school and I don't really know who I am anymore because I've lost my identity in Christ. 
And luckily for me, Christ never lost me. He was always there. And um, my A&O family, they never lost me. Um, and so I came into junior year, and um, Stuart uh, asked me to lead middle school Bible studies in small groups. And those guys, that man, they probably taught me more than I taught them. Um, they were incredible. And just through that discipleship and that um, fellowship that we built with those middle schoolers, and then um, that kind of kept me coming to high school, you know, because, I mean, I had to be there. And um, it pushed me in my faith, and now I had all this extra time. And so God showed me how he was working through this, um, what I thought was almost a life-ending um, tragedy kind of I saw how God was going to work through this and how it was going to be okay. And I really kind of was able to sit down with God and with myself and just go over like what I was truly passionate about. And um, so I, was pas- I just realized I was passionate about serving others and passionate about the outdoors. And so I got to spend a lot more time with God and nature. And um, then I got to spend all this time with these middle schoolers in a And that's kind of continued um, throughout this year as well, my senior year, and kind of brings me to where I am now. Um, I'm so blessed to just have been able to find such a family and so many amazing people. Um, I'm so thankful for Kim Talley, and he came here last February or March, whatever it was, but he came here and he really turned A&O around. He ramped it up. And um, it was kind of like Hutton and Jack and Will were doing worship and trying to just get through each A&O. And then Kim comes, and, man, he's been such a blessing for us. And now we have Jake and Anna and all these amazing people that have helped get all of us seniors to where we are today, including our families. Um, And so I just want to share one more verse. or I have a couple more verses, but um, something to just – I'm actually going to – I think Jake stole this from me, but uh, it's Psalms 23, 4. Um, And it's, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And um, through high school, through tearing my ACL, through um, all that stuff, that's really just been something that's pushed me to um, strive to be the best Christian, the best follower of Christ I can be each and every day. And um, I know that he is always with me, regardless. And um, even when I turn my back and I make football my God, um, Jesus is still there in my heart. And he's still there to help me um, when I need it. And um, I always need it. <laughs> um, another thing, I just the discipleship at A&O, it's something we really push. And it's um, what's really... It's taught me that Christianity is not just about believing. It's about bringing others to Christ and striving each day to pick up your cross and follow Jesus. And um, by doing that, hopefully you'll lead others behind you. um, They'll feel um, the love of Christ. And um, that's that's just what Aino is about. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, I want to finish with a verse that's really been heavy on my heart this year. It's um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and I'm sure while you know that you're probably getting tired of hearing it right now with all the graduation, but I just want to say it for these seniors. And um, it is I have to look it up. Sorry, had it memorized, but 
Um, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Um, that's just for all these seniors going off to college, going to College Station or Stillwater or Lubbock or staying here in Amarillo. Um, regardless of where you're going, Christ is always with you. And um, his plan, or whatever your plan holds, at least you know who holds your plan. And um, that's Christ Jesus. And I'm so thankful for what Ano's done for me. And um, thanks, guys. That's about it. I'm Case Incluse. I'm a senior at AHS, and I'm going to go to OSU in the fall. I'm going to read 1 John 4, 7 through 15. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we have a love that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and His perfect love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in Him and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. Hi, my name is Abby Keister, and I am graduating from Amarillo High School this year. I will be heading to TCU in the fall. Shocker, if you know my parents. <laughs> um, Although I was not born into this church, I knew the minute I arrived that God had put me here for a very special purpose. Throughout the beginning of middle school, my best friend Anne started inviting me to some program with this weird name, A&O. I started going here. I went on a few ski trips and started becoming a regular on Wednesday nights. Soon after, my family decided that this would become their church home as well. Right before eighth grade, God decided to come in and get my attention. After having knee pain, I got an MRI and found out that I had a non-ossifying fibroma in my femur. With high school volleyball currently occupying my biggest hopes and dreams, this was crushing and confusing for me. But God reminds us that our identity is in Christ alone, and he will never leave us nor forsake us. Um, A verse that carried me through this time is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. As I began my freshman year and got to move up to high school A&O, I was thrilled with the opportunities that lay ahead. The Lord would begin to stretch me and shape me into the woman that I am today. The people in this church were motivating me constantly, whether it was a silly church game, schoolwork, or to resist temptation. These people were refreshing to have in my life, and I'm so thankful for all of them. At the end of my sophomore year, the Lord put a desire in my heart to help in middle school A&O, and I'm so incredibly thankful. This is my little sister's grade, and so it's really special for me. Each week, I continue to see these girls' hearts for Jesus and their contagious joy. 
In the middle of my junior year, I was diagnosed with Chiari malformation. This is where my brain dips down into an opening in my neck. So with migraines and the possibility of brain surgery, the community of A&O was right there with me every step of the way, always lifting me up and encouraging me as I was very afraid. Um, as I went through this scary time, the Lord put this verse on my heart daily. James 1, 1 through 2, which says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds, for the testing of your faith produces perseverance. This year, our amazing youth pastor, Kim, sat us down for a meeting, telling us about how our upcoming year is going to be a record year. And man, is it a record year. Kim then talked to me about a new lady who would be leading our Tuesday morning Bible study with us senior girls. Tara came, and she was with us through all the hard times, the exciting moments, and all the in-between. And she was a great mentor for all of us. I prayed at the beginning of this year that God would challenge me and help me to grow in new ways. Kim soon asked me to be a leader on the middle school retreat. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, (laughs) but it was definitely one of the most memorable weekends of my senior year. On this trip, I became friends with a very special little girl. Um, I felt the Lord working in my heart to mentor this girl, even though I felt very inadequate. However, God showed up and has worked through me in some amazing ways. Whether it was eating dinner, going to Cheer Texas, or buying a banquet dress, we've had such a wonderful semester together. The Lord has spoken through me to help her with some of life's battles, (coughs) and she has taught me more than she will ever know. The only way that all of this could have happened is because of Jesus Christ working through me. As I look back on my middle school and high school years, I know that First Pres and A&O have given me an amazing foundation that will help propel me forward in the years ahead. As I head off to TCU next year, I'm thrilled to see what the Lord has in store for me. I'm excited to become involved in a church in Fort Worth and hopefully continue to lead middle schoolers through a program called K-Life. I'm so extremely blessed and just want to thank a few people. Thank you to my dad, my selfless mom, my little sisters, and my amazing grandparents for the constant encouragement and support. Thank you to Kim, Anna, and Jake. You are all more than youth leaders to me. Thank you for guiding me always, whether it is in my big college decision or just in my daily life. Finally, I want to thank each of you in this church. So many of you in this amazing community of church members have touched and affected my life, and I am so grateful. I want to share one final verse as I go, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. May God bless you, and thank you, and go Frogs. Good morning, everyone. Um, My name is Shelby Morris, and I'm graduating from Randall High School. Um, Next year, I'm going to Texas Tech University. Um, Today I'm reading from 1 Timothy 4, verses 12 through 16. Let no one despise you for your your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, devote yourselves to the public reading of Scripture, to exoneration, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was given you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things, immerse yourself in them, so that all may see your progress. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Let's hear for these young people. 
Let me just pray for the offering. Uh, and we're a missional church. This money doesn't go to just make us look prettier and more comfortable. This money goes to continue to do what we're doing, reaching those who don't know Christ and helping them grow in Christ. Let me offer a blessing. Father, you make beautiful things. Uh, because we're not beautiful inside, that's why you came to die. Uh, but you have made these kids who've come from so many different places, uh, so many different types of homes or different situations with parents, without parents. But you have made them unbelievably beautiful on the inside because they love Jesus. So we commit them to you and this offering to you that we might continue to go and tell them the good news. Uh, in the name of Jesus, amen. So, again, great job, I, I guess. Perhaps they need more. Uh, go ahead, guys. I guess they need more missionaries in Fort Worth and Waco. I don't know. Is that probably why you're thinking that? I didn't hear UT once. That kind of scares me. We really need prayer, at least the football team. Um, you know, it's fun to hear kids share. Uh, I was uh, in charge of Young Life one year in Houston, and we were doing a, a fundraiser and had a young man get up to, to share his testimony. When he got up, he said this. You know, before I got up here, there were only two people who knew what I was going to say. Me and God. And now that I'm up here, only God knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> but Hawks, I mean, you guys, great, great job. Fantastic. Um, choices. Uh, you probably do this in your family or husband and wife. It's Friday and nobody wants to cook. And you look over, my wife looks over and um, she says, where do you want to eat? And I go, well, no, you choose. No, 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 honey, you go ahead and choose whatever you say. That doesn't mean whatever you say. Okay, honey, let's go to Blue Sky. I'm trying to lose. Uh, okay. All right, let's go to that yellow seafood. No, I hear it's crowded. Okay, well, let's go to, let's go to, the, the, no, no. I'm like, well, I thought you said it was my choice. Yeah, but not those choices. <laughs> so we're driving around. How about, no, it's, you know. And so we end up in Waterburger drive through you know. <laughs> that's kind of, that's our, that's our choice. But choices. It's all about choices. You guys are kind of like a group of people in the Bible who grew up without any choices at first. They were being overseen by authorities. They didn't really get to choose when they got up. They didn't get to choose when they went home. They didn't get to choose how to spend money. They didn't get to choose um, you know, what they wanted to do sometimes um, after work. They were, they were being told what to do. There were authorities in their lives. And they had a difficult time. And then finally... A guy named Moses came along and said, you're free. And he brought them out of that wilderness. Not that I'm saying, you know, high school's wilderness, but... And they finally got them to the edge of the promised land. And Joshua said, now you're on your own. We're not going to... There's no, there's no slave master. There's nobody to tell you what to do. You, you can decide what you do. This is your life. And he said this to them, though, before they began making choices that they'd never had a chance to make before before they became responsible for their own decisions, before they began to say, it's my choice. Joshua said this to them, their commander, who took over after Moses in Joshua 24, 14. Now, therefore, imagine millions of Israelites standing before him with a whole new life ahead of them, like all those high school kids around this country, millions of kids being told, it's your choice. It's your turn. No one's going to tell you what to do tomorrow when you get up. No one's going to tell you when you're off what to do. No one's going to make you. No one's going to wake you up. 
No one's going to do your schoolwork for you, right? <laughs> no one's going to say, date that guy, don't date that guy, do that fraternity, don't do that sorority, do that, drink that, don't do that. It's going to be your choice. And this is a fitting what Joshua says. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, the pagan gods, and serve the Lord. If it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your fathers served in the region beyond the river, the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve God. Well, you guys are standing at the edge of the promised land. I mean, it's time. Nobody else. It's, it's, this is called adulthood. And Joshua has the same charge. And we as family and parents and friends, we're going to charge you with the same thing. What God are you going to choose? The pagan gods of the world? The typical things that happen when people go off to college or leave high school? 50% of all graduating high school seniors from a youth group drop out of church, quit being involved in Christianity their freshman year. By the time they're seniors, there's only about 20% of the kids involved. See, what will you choose? Will you be a statistic? I don't think so. Will you just, your mommy and daddy's Jesus and your youth leader's Jesus and just your Amarillo Jesus and you're going to leave it here or are you going to take it with you? Is it your dad, your Jesus, your God, your faith, no longer your, your mommy and daddy and, and granddaddy and grandparents' Jesus? It's going to be your, choose whom you're going to serve. Choose when you get there. We're going to go to church. Choose who you're going to hang out with. Choose who you're going to spend time with. Choose about recreation. Choose who you're going to fall in love with. Because those choices will determine the rest of your life. And they're your choices. It's your responsibility. And we feel really good about you guys because you've already made great choices. I'll tell you about a young man who had some choices. He was quite a stud guy. He was a hot shot in his high school. Popular kid, smart kid. All the girls wanted to date him. He's prom king. He's, he's the guy who's who of his school. He's quarterback on the football team, takes him all the way, you know, state finalist down in Central Texas. I mean, accolade after accolade at his high school graduation. He's the guy everybody wants to be. Gets a full ride to play football. Parents that love him, send him off. Goes off his freshman year, just starts partying. Starts making dumb decisions. Gets kicked out, loses a full scholarship. Comes back to Austin. Just keeps drinking. Goes through one marriage, one kid, divorce. Starts gambling professionally, $20,000, $30,000, dollars debts. Goes from marijuana to crack, cocaine, cocaine to meth. Loses an insurance company making $100,000. Gets rehabbed, family comes in, helps him, remarries, has two wonderful twin boys, relapses, disappears. His high school friends who thought he was the best thing come together 15 years later, confront him, intervene, get him back on the road. A couple months, back on the streets, nobody can find him, turns down any help. We've shared Christ with him over and over again. He just keeps saying no. Just keeps making bad choices. Not huge, big choices. Small, insidious, 
incremental poor choices away from the Lord that end up in this last Friday at 7 in the morning, just this Friday, in Austin, Texas, at the intersection of South Congress and Riverside, was shot and killed and murdered. And it wasn't random. It was an interaction. It was something going on. And that man's my brother. And I'm not trying to make it about me. We knew this phone call was coming. Pray for my family. Because now we've got to talk to kids and grandkids and people about choices. You guys aren't going to be a statistic. You guys are going to make it. Because Jesus goes with you. And you may fail. And you may struggle. And you're going to be tempted. But never forget that Christ holds you in his hand. And will never leave you or forsake you. No matter what happens. Make good choices. Use my brother's death. We're going to use it. That people might know. Choose the Lord. Choose the Lord. Amen. So what we want to do now, um, Ann Sanders is going to pray for us, and then we're going to pray over these singers. Ann? Hello, everyone. My name is Ann Sanders, and I go to Emerald High School, and I'll be going to OU in the fall. <laughs> but um, will you bow your heads and pray with me? Dear Lord, thank you for this wonderful day, and thank you for gathering us here today. You have blessed each senior, and I pray that you will help guide each one of us as we go to college. Um, I pray that you will help us to find wonderful friends who love you. Thank you for giving us these special memories and friendships through A&O. You have blessed us, and I pray that you continue to bless A&O and First Press. Thank you for bringing each person here today, and I pray that they will always follow you in the future. I pray for the upcoming busy times and that you help us to honor you in all we do. Please help us to have safe travels this summer, and I pray that you give each senior the confidence in knowing that you have great plans for their future. And please remind us every day that you are king and have such a better plan than we do. Thank you, Lord, for giving me people I can always talk to in such a wonderful church family that I will forever be grateful for. Your plans are truly amazing. Amen. Good job. Thanks. So we want to congratulate.